Welcome to the Digital Government Podcast. Tune in to discover the future of governance and ways of getting there. Welcome back indeed, everyone, to another episode of the Digital Government Podcast, as usual, hosted by yours truly, Federico Plantera, journalist, sociologist, and researcher, today accompanied by the ambassador-at-large for cyber diplomacy in Estonia, Tanel Sepp. Welcome, Tanel. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Tanel Sepp, as I said, is the ambassador-at-large for cyber diplomacy since January 2022. Um, he has a long-standing experience in uh, the in the foreign policy in Estonia, in the foreign service, uh, studying it actually in the 2003, and then going through um, stints in Luxembourg, in uh, in Brussels, in Kabul as well, in Washington, and today we are here to talk about the Tallinn Summer School of Cyber Diplomacy, which is organized by the Directorate General for International Partnerships, DGINTPA, of the European Commission, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Estonia, eGovernance Academy itself, and also the Estonian Centre for International Development, SDEV, which is taking place in mid-June, between the 12th and 16th of June in Tallinn. And uh, essentially, it has as a purpose the one of uh, upholding a free, open, safe and uh, secure cyberspace, as it says in the concept note of the school. Daniel, let's uh, let's first actually mm, know a bit more about you. No? So, uh, what is your, uh, you're the ambassador at large uh, for cyber diplomacy. And if I'm not wrong, you succeeded... Uh, you succeeded another person, but this is a relatively recent position no? that was uh, that was started and was opened in the in the Estonian Foreign Service. That, that, that is true. We, I am the second ambassador at large for cyber diplomacy. We also actually have an ambassador at large for digital diplomacy. So we are working uh, close by um, with the ambassador Neleleosk. But this is a fairly new position and uh, there are more and more countries now that have this kind of position, but actually uh, not too many. So those who are paying more attention uh, to what's happening on the international scene uh, within the cyberspace, uh, those countries have this position. Let's give a little refresh then. One, well, first of all, who is an ambassador at large for cyber diplomacy and what does it entail, the, the, the position exactly? So maybe we can also say it for like uh, people who are tuning in from, other, from countries or uh, working for governments who don't have this position at the moment. Yes, ambassador at large uh, is a kind of diplomatic position uh, that is usually uh, based in, in, at the headquarters. So if... Uh, a country wants to uh, emphasize the importance of uh, one concrete field, uh, then uh, like cyber, cyber diplomacy, then this kind of position can be created to show how much uh, attention and importance we are putting to this subject. So it's, uh, it's not an ambassador in a classical sense. I'm not posted uh, anywhere. And as a cyber diplomacy ambassador, I. I even cannot be posted anywhere because cyber is global. So um, it, it's really focusing on, on concrete topics in, in, uh, in cyberspace and, and trying to further relations with different countries, with industries, with uh, interest groups. And then, uh, since we already mentioned uh, salient, the term, let's say the formula, salient topics, I think this can already like take us a little bit into the 
the summer school on cyber diplomacy that is going to take place in Tallinn. So uh, how would you introduce the, the summer school, which is coming up actually in a month time from, uh, from now that we're recording this episode, how would you introduce the Tallinn Summer School of Cyber Diplomacy to, to everyone, me included actually? Well, first of all, um, I definitely believe that we do not have enough uh, diplomats who are dealing with uh, cybersecurity issues. So, and in many countries, it, it's it's a kind of question of uh, of capacity and also understanding what uh, needs to be done on international level. So, our contribution to solve this issue is is to train more diplomats. And we have done uh, cyber, uh, cyber schools, so, or I'm just trying to abbreviate it, kind of summer schools for cyber diplomacy. Uh, for several years, uh, uh, we had a bit of a gap because of COVID, but now we're continuing with this. And previously, we were more, more focusing like on uh, like-minded countries, but uh, we are seeing more and more that, that the capacity issues are so relevant on a global scale. So this year we are having uh, the summer school uh, with attendance from all corners of the world. And uh, we are right now just gathering some uh, some last applications. And uh, we, in co cooperation also with the European Commission, um, we will have a program that will cover uh, many different topics, uh, starting really from, from some of the basics uh, on uh, on how um, how how cyberspace is kind of built on uh, what are the, the key challenges that we are facing right now what are the future perspectives uh, like uh, there's a big initiative in the in the UN uh, program of action what can what should we know about these questions what are some of the challenges that we are facing now and then in the future. Um, and of course, we're also looking at, at the threat picture and uh, how we should cooperate in terms of uh, mitigating these risks. So it's going to be a, a fantastic international uh, composition of, of attendees as well as uh, lecturers. I, before I just mentioned some of the places where you have been, uh, where you have been working in the world uh, in, the past, uh, in the past 20 years, which are exactly the 20 years of... Uh, uh, of CV, let's say, of experience that you have uh, in, uh, in diplomatic posts. My question to you, looking back a little bit uh, and looking back indeed, stretching the, the gaze beyond the last year, the last year, for example, of war in Ukraine, which definitely we know also like from the episodes that we have recorded with Merle Maigre, the program director in uh, cybersecurity at the Governance Academy, that the topic of cyber diplomacy, cybersecurity, threat and risk assessment has gained a lot of relevance. But how have you seen the field of cyber diplomacy, either from within or as an observer? How did you see it change throughout the past 15, 20 years? Is there anything in particular that you have noticed? Uh, maybe it gained more relevance and in what way it has changed? So like what is relevant today that maybe it wasn't 15 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago? If you talk about some 20 years ago, uh, or even more, if we go back to, to the start of the internet and the wider use of the internet, then I think people were quite uh, enthusiastic and kind of um, 
thinking in a really positive way of the opportunities that, that uh, this new connection gave to us. And uh, there seemed to be more kind of coherence of, of uh, how, how we, we saw how internet was developing. Now, uh, within uh, really past 15, 10 years, we've seen more of this kind of ideological war uh, between different mindsets or uh, different approaches. Um, for example, if I, if I take the question of uh, how, do we, how do we govern the internet? And then immediately you have there uh, different blocks of countries that definitely cannot right now come to the same conclusion. Um, some countries really want a more state control over internet, but at the same time for us, uh, fighting for these democratic values and transparency, we, for, for us this is, this is not acceptable that, that states take more control. It's, it should be rather the opposite. So there has been this ideological war and in the context of, of uh, the Russia's aggression against Ukraine, um, I'm not saying that, that this, this ideological war has become even tougher, but it has definitely had its mark on different discussions, uh, be it at the UN, uh, at the Open-Ended Working Group, uh, a group that I attend on behalf of Estonia, or, or in some other places. So in that sense, uh, I remember that, mm, I remember and also because I saw it pretty recently, uh, that you recorded an episode, a podcast episode with E-Estonia, with Florian Marcus, uh, about a year ago, uh, over a year ago, actually. And I think it was before the war broke out in uh, Ukraine, so before Russia's invasion of Ukraine. In that sense, and correct me if I'm wrong with the, with the timing, by the way, but in that sense, do you think that, mm, or better, how do you think that the, the field of cyber diplomacy and uh, the topics within the realm of cybersecurity have changed and evolved in this past year and a half? Did something new come up or maybe there were some, some things that we were mm, focusing on before and that now maybe like have lost maybe a bit of relevance in favor of others? What do you what do you think about that? If I think back uh, to how the this war right now started, uh, and then I mean the kinetic uh, activities started on the twenty fourth of February uh, last year, but it was preceded by the uh, by the uh, the cyber attacks, the KSAT case, uh, just a day before. So that's in my mind. Uh, brings uh, brings me to this this really principal questions of uh, accountability. How if Russia has now proven that cyber has become a kind of part of the conventional uh, warfare? What what do we do with that with that knowledge? How do we act? Um, um, how how do we we look at the international law and different aspects? We're to, on, on a kind of normal foreign policy side, we are talking a lot, for example, about uh, the tribunal, how we are looking at, at the war crimes. But if now cyber attacks have been part of uh, overall uh, kinetic activity, so how do we look what's happening at cyber? And, and as the, the big problem here is, is that uh, within the UN, for example, we are working on consensus basis. And another question for me here is how can, how can we move on with the understanding of, of cyber and international law? 
if we cannot come to the same terms with the Russians and, and some other countries right now. So exactly since we were mentioning of like new knowledge, let's say, that was, uh, that, that was gathered in the, past, in the past years and especially even more so like in the last little over a year with what happened in, uh, in Ukraine and, uh, and with Russia's invasion, uh, how can we frame within this context the topics that actually feed the program of the uh, Tallinn Summer School of Cyber Diplomacy? what's in there and um, why also these topics have been chosen? Are there some main tracks? Well, we were, uh, we were looking at, at, um, at, at the summer schools that we did previously. And uh, then we were also uh, having our own brainstorming and uh, thinking what could be uh, some, some other topics that, that could be brought on on table. Um, I mean, we will be talking uh, about national cyber threats uh, landscape. What are the global trends? Uh, what what's the technology and, and future? How how is that looking like? Um, the the law, the, the international organizations. Um, um, how uh, we attribute different uh, uh, cyber attacks and what what's that role? Um, how should a deterrence in cyberspace look like, or, or what is a cyber defense? What, what's the difference between cyber security, cyber defense, um, and and uh, what is needed for capacity building? And uh, for example, what I think one of these highlights will be um, a masterclass on how to how to write uh, cybersecurity strategies. And that is also accompanied by a tabletop exercise, which, um, which is always a kind of challenge to, to organize, but really exciting to take part in. Yeah, because indeed, the Italian Summer School of Cyber Diplomacy, it's this uh, five days program that actually I failed to mention it before, but uh, not too late to say it, it's at it, its fourth edition uh, because it's been held since uh, 2019. And uh, on these five different days, indeed, there will be uh, different tracks and topics to be addressed. For example, that are uh, the uh, responsible state behavior, like you were, Daniel, you were just mentioning exactly the topic of accountability and how much relevance it has gained uh, with, after Russia's invasion, but also exactly the strategy aspect of, the, of how to enforce these like uh, cybersecurity frameworks. But in these four years of, uh, uh, or better, three years and now fourth, of um, of summer school, uh, can you please share some examples of how the summer school, or from the summer school, let's say, some benefit has actually uh, gotten to to governments uh, worldwide in terms of enhancing how secure and safe their cyberspace is, or also to uh, increase the cyber col- the, the collaboration on cybersecurity and cyber diplomacy topics between countries. I can say that that Tallinn uh, uh, Cyber School uh, of uh, Cyber Diplomacy has become kind of its own brand already. Um, I was quite surprised the first time uh, I went to uh, New York uh, to the meetings, um, and I found already within that global global group a couple of people who had been to this summer school. And uh, that was kind of the, the first stop for them to, to get this basic knowledge on, on, on uh, cyber diplomacy. So, uh, so I hope that, uh, that we can continue with this kind of networking uh, because 
one of the biggest added values for any of this kind of uh, training or school besides the, the the lectures is really the networking that you establish direct contacts uh, you know whom to call or send an email if you have some some issues and so forth and uh, right now we are also internally discussing how we can uh, set up more functional or, or structured uh, alumni group uh, for this so that uh, we could uh, maybe organize some uh, additional events in the future. Yeah, because the networking aspects, I mean, there, there would be no summer school without some uh, field trips, <laughs> which in our case are actually uh, more field visits, which indeed in Tallinn will consist, for example, uh, of uh, participants to the, uh, to the summer school heading to the E-Estonia Briefing Center or like Estonia's like E-Cabinet, let's say, or uh, as well the, Na the NATO Cooperative Cyber Defense Center of Excellence and many, many more. So mm, in light of this, no, what, can we, what can we say about the topics in the program this year, which we have indeed like uh, briefly mentioned so far, but what do you think that can be particularly highlighted, let's say, and uh, uh, brought up as something... Uh, very very relevant that fits perfectly the moment the let's say the spirit of the time in the cyber diplomacy and cyber security that we're going through at the moment exactly also one year after the the, the invasion uh, the invasion of ukraine of course when when people come to estonia then uh, it, it, it will be our duty also to talk about um, what's happening in ukraine and um, how is that relevant um, we are we're right now working on, on a special panel discussion on, on Ukraine uh, and uh, and we should uh, have quite high level uh, representative also from Ukraine as well as, um, uh, let's say, an academic thought to accompany uh, it, uh, this. So th that, that is definitely one, one, one part here. And, and of course, if we talk about accountability, we talk about attribution, uh, then we will touch uh, definitely also what's on, on what's happening in Ukraine. But for me, uh, there is one one session also on this so a pro program of action uh, that is that is quite important for us because that is uh, that will define how we will internationally uh, go on with uh, cyber diplomacy questions, especially on the UN level. Um, it, it's, it sounds a bit dry right now, but at the same time, how do we kind of combine the, the, the best practices, practices we have right now and, and uh, really make the internet as usable, as open and secure place as necessary. So that, that's my second topic here that I, I wanted to highlight. But Tanel, do you think that cybersecurity and cyber diplomacy as topics, let's say, you know, I mean, we have addressed already the fact that they have definitely uh, undergone some sort of like change in the past couple of decades like in terms of uh, relevance or not better in terms of topics the question that i wanted to ask you is uh, a bit more like in terms of uh, relevance or like salience in the news or how much we talk about it and also who talks about it in the sense it seems that it's not anymore exactly just uh uh quote unquote a topic for uh, specialists but it's indeed something that it people in general who work in government, but also citizens, individuals, when it comes to maybe topics more related to cyber hygiene, should at least know about. So do you, can we maybe say that the topics of cyber diplomacy and cyber security have 
perhaps never been as relevant as they are now? <laughs> well, um, if I said no, then I would not be getting my salary. Um, but I would like to be contradicted eventually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly to put the thing in perspective and to think and to think, OK, like what is the what was another time that maybe we can refer this current context to? Look, um, I, I don't I, I don't think that we actually realize how much uh, we are experiencing digitalization worldwide. Um, sometimes in our European bubble that we think that, that we are digitaliz digitalizing uh, or uh, have already done quite a lot. Um, but it's, it's going on everywhere globally. And that, of course, brings up the, the question of how to make it in a secure way. In some places, you can still see that that uh, security part is a bit neglected uh, as a kind of additional cost. But in, in more and more places, you see that 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 this is taken this is taken really seriously, because if you look at the, at the, at the, some modern movies from the, from for the youth, for example, different scamming uh, elements are becoming quite normal now. So so the awareness is is, uh, is getting higher and higher, and that is that is a good thing. So we should not kind of under, underestimate what's going on globally. But at the same time, um, I do see really this lack of uh, capacity still in, in, in looking at, at what's happening in cyberspace uh, within this diplomacy uh, uh, glasses, if I may so, say so. Um, how, how should we really analyze the international law um, and what's 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 what are the relevant bits there for every and each country um, or even even trying to define some of the, the key aspects there um, I can always recall that the discussions in the UN for um, for example what does sovereignty mean in cyberspace and these are so principal questions that that uh, it takes time to really build this capacity um, and and, uh, and it also takes a lot of patience uh, from people who, who need to deal with that. Yeah, and also because in order to build capacity, you first need to build understanding, consensus, let's say. I remember, for example, now that you were mentioning the, the, the movies, let's say, which is something that can willingly or unwillingly, let's say, expand the understanding of the general public, let's say, towards certain topics. I remember that when I was a kid, uh, my, my father, who obviously didn't do that on purpose, thinking, yeah, one day you will moderate, you will host a podcast on the Tallinn Summer School of Cyber Diplomacy, so you need to know that. But I remember <laughs> that when I was a kid, for example, my, uh, my father made me watch uh, Minority Report. Do you remember the movie with Tom Cruise, I think? Uh, I do remember it a bit. Yeah, that there was, but just essentially to see, and it was one of the rare depictions that obviously there was a whole story happening there, but it was one of the rare depictions at the time, you know, in the beginning of the 2000s, if I'm not wrong, where there was a digital society actually fully pictured there, you know, not like in a way like the Matrix, but that it was, yeah, digital can be very, very, very much ubiquitous as it is today, actually, in our lives and not just in our work. But uh, indeed, in the devices that we use and everything, and so absolutely, 
uh, the understanding when it comes exactly to malicious threat, malicious threats, uh, bad actors who intend to exploit negatively the the potential of the internet. Then definitely the understanding has to be there to then build the capacity. Capacity tunnel, and this would be the last question to close off uh, this uh, this episode of the podcast. Capacity that we aim to build in whom at this point, meaning who uh, who is the, the the Tallinn Summer School of Cyber Diplomacy for, uh, who can join and participate, uh, and also actually why should they do that and where they can find more information. Well, we are targeting this, uh, this school um, to uh, young promising diplomats who are um, studying or have already studied to deal with the cyber diplomacy, but need kind of this there's a kickstart uh, knowledge uh, to begin with. Um, but it doesn't mean that, that we, we um, limit uh, the participation to only these this people, but it is targeted uh, towards uh, diplomats. Uh, um, actually, what, what I see uh, in quite many countries is that we still have this, uh, not a digital divide, but a kind of a cyber diplomacy divide between uh, in different ministries, between the, the those diplomats who are kind of this old school, trying to do the old school the foreign policy. And then you have a group of enthusiasts who are dealing with uh, digital diplomacy and cyber diplomacy and dealing with the questions of connectivity and, and all this. So we need to train people everywhere. Uh, and that, that is really why, why we have that kind of global approach. But uh, the, Additional information um, is uh, provided through uh, social media, uh, through uh, eGovernance Academy, as well as uh, INTPA, the European Commission. Um, um, I think an easy Google search for Tallinn uh, uh, Summer School of Cyber Diplomacy can uh, give a good results. And Tunnel, at this point, uh, apart from the people who will go and uh, search for the information and uh, thank Google for that, I also <laughs> thank you for participating in today's episode of the podcast. Thank you for inviting me and, and letting me talk about this. This was Tunnel Sepp, ambassador at large for uh, cyber diplomacy in Estonia and uh, your usual host, Federico Plantera. Uh, at this point, you and the audience listening and tuning in, if you're interested exactly in knowing more about the Tallinn Summer School of Cyber Diplomacy 2023, I will just remind you that it's going to happen in Tallinn between June 12th and June 16th. Five days on different topics regarding cybersecurity, cyber diplomacy, uh, for an event that has seen coming together eGovernance Academy, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Estonia, the Directorate General for the International Partnerships of the European Union, and Last but not least, as well, the Estonian Center for International Development, SDEV. That's it from us for today. And uh, make sure to tune in at the next episode. And make sure to check out the details of the Tallinn Summer School of Cyber Diplomacy. This podcast is brought to you by the eGovernance Academy. Tune in next time.